各位听众好，今天是四月二十五号，北京时间下午五点。现在请听国际新闻。正在中国访问的美军参谋长联席会议主席邓普西上将星期三说，中国领导人确凿地告诉他，他们正在劝说朝鲜放弃其核武项目。
，数千人聚集在麻省理工学院大学悼念殉职警察肖恩·科里尔。拜登说：“美国在面临恐怖分子的时候，必须恪守自己的价值观。”孟加拉国首都达卡郊区拉纳购物中心的一栋八层商业大楼倒塌，死亡人数已经超过160人，大约 1,000 人受伤。同时，紧急救援人员继续在寻找生还者。这栋大楼里有几家制衣厂。有关官员星期四说，仍然还有很多人被埋在瓦砾堆中。韩国召见日本驻首尔大使，抗议日本议员和官员最近参拜引起争议的靖国神社。靖国神说，很多人认为是东京殖民历史的象征。新闻报告完了，是张燕向各位报告的。Hello, I'm Elizabeth Moore. Welcome to Functioning in Business. 听众朋友们好，我是杨晨，欢迎收听商务通英语。Functioning in business is an intermediate-level business English course with a focus on American business practices and culture. 商务通英语是中等程度的商务英语课程，课程题材以美国的商务实践和文化为主。通过电台播音室里的采访和绘画讲授美国英语。各位听众。今天我们复习本星期的课程，同时今天也是商务通英语教学课程的最后一课。首先，我们复习本星期的第一课。本课第一节复习 Graham 女士和 Epstein 先生在 Graham 女士办公室里进行的一次谈话，以及谈话里体现的一些重要语言功能。This week, we're going to review some of the conversations we've heard in earlier programs. In our first conversation, Ms. Graham and Mr. Epstein are in Ms. Graham's office at Advanced Technologies in San Jose, California. Yes, they're discussing whether or not to buy the robots produced by Mr. Blake's company, International Robotics, a Chinese company. Mr. Epstein thinks that they should buy the robots, but Ms. Graham doesn't agree. She feels that they should buy robots from United Industries, an American company. We're going to hear some examples of agreeing and disagreeing in this conversation. We'll also hear examples of how to give an opinion in English. Now let's listen to the conversation. Yes, in China, the quality of their product is extremely good, but I don't know anything about their reliability. Can they be relied on to do this by October first? You know we've worked with United Industries before. I think we should just go ahead on the deal with them. I feel sure that they can have everything installed and working by October first. Well, look, but there's another argument, Shirley. I agree with you. They haven't established themselves in the states, but that's an advantage. We can get their technology before other companies can if we're willing to take the risk. I think we really have to take that risk. Well, I think basically that's what it comes down to, Mike. You want to take the risk, and I really am not willing to. I don't feel I can afford to take the risk. Oh, but what have I been doing for the last year? I've been looking for the new technology to really make this factory something special. 
and I think that this is what we need to do. I can't understand why you disagree with this. It's very clear. And I think you've done a very good job. But I think that there are more disadvantages than advantages. I'm sorry, Mike, but I'm afraid that the decision just isn't going to go your way. But what about his report tomorrow? Shouldn't we listen to his final proposal before we make a decision? Oh, you're probably right. I want to be fair to him. So do I. Yu I agree with you. They haven't established themselves in the States. I think we have to take that risk. I don't feel I can afford to take the risk. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid that the decision isn't going to go your way. Shouldn't we listen to his final proposal before we make a decision? So Mr. Epstein and Ms. Graham disagree about what should be done. Yes, Mr. Epstein is willing to take the risk of doing business with Mr. Blake's company, and Ms. Graham is not willing to take that risk. But it's Ms. Graham who will make the final decision. Hmm, and that makes Mr. Epstein very unhappy. He can't understand why she disagrees with him. Okay, now let's take a short break, and then we'll listen to our next conversation. 我们来复习另外一次谈话。Blake先生向Graham女士做出一些许诺,试图说服Graham女士同意购买他们公司的机器人产品。Now let's listen to our next conversation. Mr. Blake is making his final proposal to Ms. Graham and Mr. Epstein. He makes several promises in hopes of convincing Ms. Graham to buy the robots. Mr. Epstein seems very pleased with these promises. But Ms. Graham isn't convinced, is she? No, she isn't. Notice how often she uses the expression, I'm sorry. This is a sign that she is going to say no. Let's listen. So, to sum up my company's final proposal, we guarantee a further reduction in the price, another 10%. This will make our robots much less expensive than the competitions. In addition, we will send two engineers to California to train your employees so that they can service the robots if necessary. Oh, that would be fantastic. Don't you agree, Shirley? Well, it's a good first step. I think that this takes care of some of your main concerns. Yes, I think it does. And I am certain that we will meet the October 1st deadline. I'm very glad to hear that. You'll also be pleased to hear that we are planning to provide storage facilities in California. When will those facilities be ready? Uh, they'll be ready by mid-November. I'm sorry, but that's not soon enough. I see. I'm sorry you feel that way. Look, Charles, I appreciate your efforts in putting together this proposal. But frankly, I just don't feel that your company can provide the support that we need in order to meet our deadline. 
you have no organization in the United States, and to me that represents too great a risk. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to accept your proposal. Shouldn't we discuss this a little more? Perhaps we can work out something. No, Mike, we don't have much time, so we have to make a decision now. I'm sorry, Charles. To sum up, we guarantee a further reduction in the price. We will send two engineers to California. I'm very glad to hear that. I'm sorry, but that's not soon enough. I appreciate your efforts. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to accept your proposal. So Ms. Graham ends up rejecting Mr. Blake's proposal. Yes, she's worried that the storage facilities won't be ready in time, and she's especially concerned that Mr. Blake's company has no organization in the U.S. So these negotiations failed. That's true. But Mr. Blake learned some things which will help him in future negotiations. Yes, that's right. Thank you for your comments, Gary. Let's take a short break. This week we're going to review some more of the conversations from earlier programs. First, we're going to listen to a conversation between Mr. Blake and Mr. Gomez of Federal Motors. Mr. Blake had expected to meet with Mr. Stuart Chapman, but Mr. Chapman had to go out of town. In this conversation, Mr. Blake makes some promises, and Mr. Gomez seems pleased. Notice how he gives positive feedback to Mr. Blake. By saying things like, that sounds good and great. Exactly. Let's listen. So, Mr. Blake, when we first put these machines in operation, can you send over a group of advisors, technical advisors who speak English and can train our engineers and workmen? Certainly, Mr. Gomez. In fact, we have some engineers in a language training program now. They could come over within a few months and be available any time you need them. Great, great. That sounds good. Uh, another one of our major concerns is the service manual. We're quite concerned about getting a service manual in English. It has to be easy to read and very clear and useful for our engineers. Yes, again, as I told you, we are preparing a translation of the Chinese manual we have now, and we expect that to be ready in a short time. By a short time, could you give me an estimate? Ah, uh, I'd like to say two weeks, but I'd have to get back to you, but probably about two or three weeks. Oh, that sounds quite reasonable. As you know, we have until January 1st to actually install these machines and get them operating. So we're under no deadline pressure here. Okay. Well, that gives us a fair amount of time to work with. Plenty of time. That sounds good, Mr. Blake. 
Uh, another concern is your performance record in Asia with these machines. Why don't I send you some reports on our performance? On the performance of the robots in some Korean companies who are also our clients. And I'm sure you'll be quite pleased with what you see. Okay, great. Could you get those off to me within a few weeks? Sure, that shouldn't be a problem. In fact, as soon as I get back to Beijing, I'll see to it. Excellent. Um, thank you very much. Is there anything else? Well, no. That covers all the major points. Okay, fine. Sounds good. Great, great. That sounds good. I'd like to say two weeks, but I'd have to get back to you. Why don't I send you some reports on our performance? That shouldn't be a problem. In fact, as soon as I get back to Beijing, I'll see to it. They seem to be pretty much in agreement. Yes, they do. They seem to have resolved all the major issues. But the final decision will be made by Mr. Chapman. Okay, let's take a short break. And then we'll listen to Mr. Blake's conversation with Mr. Chapman. Jacob,我们还复习了另外一次谈话,是Chapman先生从外地回来以后和Blake先生进行的谈话,双方接近于达成最终协议。谈话里使用的语言功能,包括表示歉意,接受歉意,要求澄清,给予确认等等。Our next conversation takes place the next day. Mr. Stuart Chapman has come back to town, and he is meeting for the first time with Mr. Blake. They are now ready to finalize the details of the agreement. In this conversation, we will see how an apology is offered and accepted, and we will also hear a number of examples of confirmation and clarification. Let's listen to the conversation. Well, I'm glad to finally meet you, Charles. And I'm very happy to meet you, Stuart. I'm very sorry for not meeting you earlier. But with my father in the hospital... I understand completely. It wasn't a problem. Dave is so knowledgeable that we've proceeded quickly. He's been very helpful. That's good. Well, I know that you're getting ready to return to Beijing, so we should get right down to business. Good. I'd like to finalize things before I leave. My understanding is that the English service manuals will be ready in three weeks. Actually, we'll have them for you in two. Excellent. And Dave said that you could send some English-speaking technicians to train our engineers. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. I said that we could provide some technicians. We haven't actually discussed a number. So that's still to be decided? Yes, but I can assure you that we will provide an adequate number. Well, it's very important that they speak English well enough. We can't afford to waste time. Yes, I understand. We want this to be a success as well, Mr. Chapman. So, the one remaining question is that of spare parts. And that may not be as difficult as we think. What do you mean? Well, according to your technical reports, 
your robots are very reliable. They rarely break down in their first five years. Am I right? Yes, that's right. But it's important to follow the maintenance schedule. In most cases, electronic sensors indicate problems before they become serious. So in that case, extra parts can be flown in rather than stored. Absolutely. We can guarantee delivery by air within 36 hours, and our technical support will be available 24 hours a day. Excellent. One more thing. I'd like some members of my staff to fly to China to see your robots in operation. Sure, that's not a problem. If you can give me some dates, I'll set things up personally. Splendid. Well, it looks like we'll be able to do business together. I certainly hope so. I'm very sorry for not meeting you earlier. I understand completely. It wasn't a problem. My understanding is that the manuals will be ready in three weeks. I can assure you that we will provide an adequate number. What do you mean? We can guarantee delivery within 36 hours. 分析讨论. Do you have any comments about this conversation? Well, the issue of spare parts, the issue that was such a problem in Mr. Blake's negotiations with advanced technologies, isn't a problem here. Yes, Mr. Chapman sees that the reliability of the robots makes the issue of spare parts less important. So at this point, they are very close to reaching a final agreement. Exactly. Now let's take a short break. This week, we're reviewing some conversations from earlier shows. And we're paying special attention to important language functions in these conversations. Today, we are going to listen to two conversations between Mr. Blake and Mr. Epstein. The first conversation took place on June 13th of last year. Mr. Epstein's boss, Shirley Graham, had decided not to buy robots from Mr. Blake's company. This conversation provides some good examples of language for expressing feelings and for talking about the future. Let's listen. Well, it's too bad, but I guess things worked out the way we thought they might. Yeah, but this has been a valuable experience for us. Now we know what our biggest problem will be with the North American market. Well, for me, of course, I'm still not happy. I think your machinery is the best on the market. It's just too bad that I... We couldn't convince Shirley. Still, I can understand her point, too. She's under a lot of pressure here to get this new operation going by October. Sure. So listen, what are your plans from here? Well, tomorrow I'm flying to New York in the afternoon to meet with some prospective customers. I certainly wish you the best of luck out there. Thank you. 
Also, I'd like to ask if you could just keep in touch later. I'm very interested to know what happens. In the future, we never know what's going to happen, but it may be possible for us to work together. Okay, I certainly will, Mike. One other thing. What are you doing this afternoon? Well, I have no plans. Well, I remember the nice game of golf that we had together when I was in China. I have a membership in a golf club just across the bay here, and I've made some reservations. Would you like to join me in a round of golf this afternoon? That sounds like a great idea. Sure. Good. The weather's fine. Okay, let's go. Great. I'd just love to get out of this office today. Great. Let's go. It's too bad that we couldn't convince Shirley. I can understand her point. I certainly wish you the best of luck out there. I'd like to ask if you could keep in touch later. Okay, I certainly will. Would you like to join me in a round of golf this afternoon? That sounds like a great idea. 分析讨论 Gary, let's talk a little about this conversation. Mr. Epstein and Mr. Blake are both disappointed with Ms. Graham's decision. But Mr. Blake feels that he has learned from the experience. In this discussion, they focus on staying in touch in the future. Yes, they realize there may be opportunities for them to work together. Okay, let's take a short break, and then we'll listen to another conversation. Now let's listen to our next conversation. This conversation took place recently. Mr. Epstein phoned Mr. Blake to tell him that he was leaving Advanced Technologies. The main language functions we'll hear in this conversation are requests and promises. Okay, let's listen. Yes, this is Charles Blake speaking. Hello, Charles. This is Mike Epstein calling. Oh, Mike, it's good to hear from you. What's up? Well, to begin with, I've decided to leave Advanced Technologies. I'm going to work for another company. I've been thinking about it for quite a while now. Last week I was offered a position at Data Systems Incorporated. Well, congratulations. Thanks. But the reason I'm calling you is that I'll be working on a new project. It's very similar to the one I was working on before. In fact, there's a good chance that we'll be interested in your technology. Well, that's great news. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. If you could keep me informed of any new developments, I'd really appreciate it. I'll certainly do that. By the way, I heard that you made a deal with Federal Motors. Yes, we did. Congratulations. Thank you. Next time we get together, we'll have to celebrate. Sounds good, Mike. And maybe we'll even get in a round of golf. Good idea. Well, let's keep in touch. Definitely. Thanks for calling, and good luck with your new job. Thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you.
If you could keep me informed, I'd really appreciate it. I'll certainly do that. By the way, I heard that you made a deal with Federal Motors. Let's keep in touch. Thanks for calling and good luck with your new job. So it looks like they'll work together after all. Yes, it pays to stay in touch. Mr. Blake wasn't successful in doing business with Mr. Epstein's old company, Advanced Technologies, but there's a good chance that Mr. Epstein's new company, Data Systems, will consider Mr. Blake's robots. So things worked out well for both Mr. Blake and for Mr. Epstein. It certainly looks that way. Thank you, Gary. Well, our time is up. Thank you for listening to Functioning in Business. Good luck in the future. Goodbye. Goodbye. 各位听众，今天的商务通英语就复习到这里。同时，商务通英语广播课程到此也全部播讲完毕了。谢谢各位的收听。祝大家在今后的学习中不断进步。For further study. A functioning in business study kit is available from your local bookstore. 为了帮助学习，商务通英语备有课本和录音带，整套学习辅导材料，听众可以去本地的书店购买。美国之音现在继续播送中文节目。节目内容是美国之音时事经纬。各位听众好，欢迎收听四月二十五日星期四的美国之音时事经纬节目，我是大卫。在这个小时的节目时间里，我们将主要为您播报以下一些内容。韩国提议同朝鲜就陷入停顿的联合工业区进行谈判。另外，我们还要为您报道，韩国召见日本驻首尔大使，抗议日本议员和官员最近参拜靖国神社。另外，我们还要为您报道，孟加拉国首都达卡郊区的一栋八层楼商业大楼倒塌，造成至少已经一百六十人丧生。以上节目内容，欢迎收听。首先为您播报一组国际新闻：韩国提议同朝鲜就陷入停顿的联合工业区进行谈判，并且警告，如果平壤不在24小时内做出答复，将采取强硬的反应。韩国同一部没有说明，如果平壤不在星期五上午的最后期限做出回应，首尔将采取什么措施。但是威胁说，如果他们的提议被拒绝，将采取重大的行动。本月早些时候，自从朝鲜将其工人撤走并阻止韩国人进入园区以来，这个位于北部边界附近的开城工业区的运作就暂时停止。目前仍有大约180名韩国人待在工业园区内。
他们希望生产能够得以恢复，但是据信他们的食物和供给将很快用完。一些韩国人说，如果僵局不很快得到解决，首尔可能要被迫撤走他们的工人。另外一方面，韩国召见日本驻首尔大使，抗议日本议员和官员最近参拜引起争议的靖国神社。靖国神社被很多人认为是。日本殖民历史的象征。星期三，一百六十多名议员参拜了靖国神社。上个星期，三名政府部长也参拜了靖国神社。靖国神社供奉着两百五十万日本战争亡灵，包括一些第二次世界大战期间被判战争罪的人。韩国和中国曾遭受日本的侵略，他们经常抗议日本官方参拜靖国神社。韩国副外长星期四表示，他们召见了日本驻韩大使，抗议日本议员参拜靖国神社，以及日本首相安倍晋三随后发表的评论。另一方面，孟加拉国首都达卡郊区的一栋八层楼的购物中心倒塌，死亡人数已经超过一百六十人，大约有一千人受伤。与此同时，紧急救援人员继续在找寻生还者。这栋大楼还有几家制衣厂。有关官员星期四说，仍然还有很多人被埋在瓦砾堆中。这座大楼星期三倒塌，幸存者说，大楼在几分钟之内就倒塌。警方说，在检查人员星期二发现大楼出现裂缝后，工厂的老板似乎无视，不让工人进入这座大楼的警告。当局说，已经对这座大楼的主人提出指控，预计工厂的老板也将被提出指控。打卡周围的建筑物常常不遵守建筑规定。八年前，同一地区的一家制衣厂倒塌，导致数十人死亡。这是美国之音的中文广播。欢迎回到美国正音时事经纬节目的播报现场。新疆再度发生严重的种族暴力冲突。中国媒体说，已经有二十一人死亡，维族人居多。中国把这次事件定性为暴力恐怖案件。当地汉族居民说，确有其事，不过不值得大惊小怪。有关详情，下面是美国正音记者申华在华盛顿的报道。中国新疆天山网报道，四月二十三日下午一点半，新疆喀什巴楚县色里布亚镇的三名社区工作人员走访居民家时，发现一户居民家中有多名可疑人员及管制刀具。社区走访人员当即向上级报告，结果被屋内涉嫌暴徒控制。闻讯赶到的派出所民警和社区干部。前往处置过程中，先后被涉嫌暴徒袭杀，一起被杀的还有报案的三名社区工作人员。这家中国媒体说，事件中共有二十一人死亡，其中包括十五名民警和社区人员，他们大都是维吾尔族人。六名暴徒也被警方击毙，另有八人被抓获。报道说，涉嫌暴徒在与警方对峙中点燃房屋焚烧。天山网报道说，初步查明这是一个预谋进行暴力恐怖活动的团伙。美国之音打电话到色里布亚镇派出所询问事件中的伤员情况。
接电话的警员表示不太清楚。针对有网络媒体报道这家派出所遭到了冲击和攻击，美国之音再次致电查询，派出所警员说不知道这个事情。报道援引社交网站上的消息说，巴楚县当地目前处于二级戒备状态。巴楚县一位企业女工作人员对美国之音说，当局正在对事件展开调查。是是，就是这样的事情，没错。那暴徒点燃房屋是怎么回事啊？哦，那个我们就不太清楚。他现在好像还在调查。我们是在线上上班，但是我们还是照常上班，没有其他的那个。啊，有那些什么公安呀、啊，什么的都在那里处理。他网上官方消息是对的，应该是、啊。英国广播公司援引新疆维吾尔自治区发言人的话说，犯罪嫌疑人点火烧房子，导致一些民警被烧死。另外，一位当地居民对美国之音说：“天哪，还正在查呢吧？还没出来吧？我们也就是听说而已，具体的我们也不知道。新疆本来就这样呀，没啥呀。”也不是经常吧，反正新疆就这样，也就习惯了吧。也有当地的一位居民说：“不要大惊小怪。”哎呦，这都是小事情啊，这有啥影响？这太小了。因为外面人就是把它刮刮，越刮越大了。在内地哪个地方都会出现这样的状况嘛。设在欧洲的世界维吾尔人大会发言人迪里夏提说：“事件是在中国当局人员粗暴闯入住宅清查时发生的。”迪里夏提对 BBC 说：“中国武装人员开枪打死了一名维族青年，引发了这次事件。”迪里夏提称，中国当局的挑衅性行为直接刺激了当地动荡。色利布亚镇位于新疆巴楚县西南84公里处，周边与麦盖提、乐普湖、加施等县以及农三师的三个团毗邻，曾是古代丝绸之路的北路要道。当地人口四点一万人，维吾尔族人居多，并有汉族、回族、科尔克孜族、乌兹别克族等民族。美国之音记者申华华盛顿报道。这是美国之音的中文广播。另外一方面，朝鲜抨击美国发表的年度人权报告，说这个报告。恶意诋毁朝鲜。早些时候，中国说美国对别国说三道四、指三指手画脚。下面是美国之音记者海涛在华盛顿的报道。美国国务院发表的年度人权报告涉及了世界一百九十多个国家和地区，其中涉及到朝鲜部分提到，那里的人权状况非常的糟糕。报告引用脱北者的话说，当局经常随意处决人，另外还有人间蒸发。任意拘禁、酷刑、折磨等诸多的问题，政治犯尤其遭到了残酷的迫害。平壤官方的朝中社报道，朝鲜外务省发言人星期二说，美国的人权老调在朝鲜行不通。中国新华网等官媒报道，朝鲜说将进一步加强核遏制力，以朝鲜式方法彻底的粉碎美国的人权阴谋。朝鲜外务省官员还说。给不顺眼的国家扣上蹂躏人权的帽子，并且用顽固的人权老调来在这些国家内部催生不满、豢养不纯势力，这是美国老一套的手法。他说，美国在军事上无法战胜朝鲜，就使用这种卑鄙的手法。华盛顿发表全球人权报告后两天，北京也发表了美国的人权报告。中国国新办的报告说。
美国政府监视自己的公民，歧视妇女和少数族裔，并且听任枪支犯罪泛滥。报告还说，美国对其他国家的人权状况指手画脚，说三道四，而对其本国存在的人权问题避而不谈。近十多年来，北京在美国发表年度国别人权报告之后，一般马上以眼还眼，以牙还牙，随即发表针对美国的人权报告。今年的美国国别人权报告也受到了俄罗斯的批评。俄罗斯外交部主管人权事务的特别代表康斯坦丁·多尔戈夫·辛吉尔说：“美国在发表这类报告的时候，应该采取更客观和平衡的态度，观察各国的人权状况。”俄罗斯之声援引多尔戈夫的话说：“人权报告对北高加索地区的人权状况提出批评，但是那里的实际情况是。”要加强法治，执法机构正在打击恐怖分子。这方面的工作，从波士顿刚刚发生的悲剧也可以看出来，是非常必要的。多尔戈夫说：“美国的人权报告忽视了俄罗斯联邦政府为改善北高加索地区的政治和司法制度而做出的大量工作和取得的成绩。”美国本年度全球人权报告的批评对象包括亚洲的中国、朝鲜、重要的伊朗、巴基斯坦。欧洲的俄罗斯、白俄罗斯、非洲的刚果、中东的埃及以及拉美的委内瑞拉等国家。美国之音记者海涛，华盛顿报道。这是美国之音的中文广播。您现在收听的是美国之音的时事经纬节目。美国在台协会主席博瑞光表示，美国尊重台湾的民主体制。不会在台湾与中国互动的议题上对台湾领导人下指导旗。美国唯一要确保的是，台湾在不受胁迫的情况下与中国谈判。有关详情，下面是美国之音记者钟晨芳、甄小珍的采访报道。博瑞光星期二在华盛顿战略与国际研究中心的研讨会就美台关系现况发表演说。该中心资深研究员葛莱仪要求博瑞光。回应北京和台北都盛传的一种说法，指称台湾总统马英九不愿和北京政治对话是由于美方的反对。博瑞光驳斥这种言论，并表示，无论是美国或任何国家，都不应该去臆测民选领导人应该在何时讨论信心建立机制或其他议题。这么做不但错误，而且不恰当。只有台湾的政治领导人可以判断他们和对岸要讨论的主题、步调和时机。他们是被选出来的政治领导人，他们必须面对自己的选民和政治现实，做出他们自己的决定。博瑞光说：“美国持续对台军售，是要提供台湾足够的核武能力，让台湾有信心与中国对话。”他说。北京当局永远不会同意，也永远不会接受这个逻辑。但美国和台湾都深深认为，两岸关系发展的先决条件是台湾必须对自己的安全有信心。We deeply believe, as Ma Ying-jeou has often said publicly and privately, that 我们深深相信，正如马英九经常公开和私下说过的，除非台湾对自己的安全有信心，否则两岸关系无法有任何的进展。要终止两岸关系进程的最快方式，就是去除台湾对自己的安全感和贺阻能力
。博瑞光还表示，美国欢迎台湾与中国对话，两岸之间签署的十八项协议可以促进台海稳定。这不但符合美国战略利益，符合美国商业利益，美国企业也喜欢这些协议。前美国在台协会主席卜瑞哲则表示，只要不影响美国的安全利益，美国对两岸互动的步调和领域没有意见。不过，如果北京加强对台施压，尤其是最终涉及武力胁迫的情况，这就可能给美国带来挑战。我们看到中国军力持续扩张，这改变了台湾所处的威胁环境。你可以想见，在这种情况下，台湾要取得的能力，首先必须要能适用于这种威胁环境，其次是必须能加强对抗敌对行动的遏阻能力。卜瑞哲说，由于受到台湾内部反对力量的压力，以及台湾民意不支持两岸和平协议的现实，马英九第二任内两岸交流的步调会放缓。至于北京当局对台湾是否有无限的耐心，卜瑞哲说，他相信至少在马英九剩余的任期内，中国对台湾失去耐心的情况还不至于发生。以上是美国之音记者钟晨芳、甄小英的采访报道。美国之音继续为您播送中文节目。美国国务卿克里虽然人在欧洲访问，他在一场记者会上谈到了美中关系呢，其中描述了最近访问中国和中国领导人见面的观感。美国之音记者张荣香在国务院采访，现在来到了我们的播音室，下面就请荣香给我们介绍。有关的情况。好的，有名。美国国务卿克里表示呢，他那时候访问北京的时候，感觉到中国新的领导阶层正在思考怎么样发展新的美中关系模式，怎么样在不同领域呢展示不同的中国。例如，他在北京的时候听到中国领导人说了什么是中国梦。克里对美中关系的定义呢，不是盟友，不是敌人，而是伙伴。那么接下来我们就来听听看。国务卿克里如何描述美中关系？美国与中国还没有达到盟友的关系，但也绝对不是对手或者敌人。美中在许多方面是伙伴关系，而我们希望扩大合作的范围。这是几天前我访问北京时向中方传达的讯息。我相信中国新的领导阶层有兴趣扮演非常不同的角色。我们必须谨慎培养与中国等大国的关系，一方面尊重他们所面临的挑战，同时也努力达成最高标准的普世价值，例如人权等等。与此同时，美国国务院史学办公室呢公布了大约一千两百页，从一九七七到一九八零年之间卡勒政府时期的美中建交、美台断交的相关文件。这是国务院首次出版相关的史料。详细描述了美中关系在苏联入侵阿富汗、美苏关系恶化、中南半岛重燃战火，还有在邓小平时期两国关系正常化的经过，还有美中两国在经贸、文化以及科技上有什么交流。嗯，有名。好，呃，说起来呢，朝鲜问题应该是美中两国哈、啊，特别是美国寻求中国合作的这个重要议题之一。美国希望中国呢发挥对朝鲜的影响力，来促进朝鲜半岛无核化。那么，请荣香跟我们谈一谈
，这个美中之间对这个问题有什么重要的磋商吗？好的，永明，国务卿克里之前在访问东北亚期间说过了，未来将有许多外交来进行。那么，美国国务院说，武大伟，也就是中国主管朝鲜事务的特别代表，这个星期在华盛顿和白宫国务院的官员就朝核的问题进行了具有建设性的磋商。那么，接下来我们就要听听看国务院代理副发言人文特雷尔怎么说。The Chinese MFA Special Representative for 中国外交部负责朝鲜事务的特别代表武大伟与美国官员就朝鲜问题进行了具有建设性的讨论。武大伟见了美国主管朝鲜政策的特别代表戴维斯，六方会谈特使夏千福，负责朝鲜人权事务的特使。罗伯特金以及主管制裁政策的官员弗里德。星期二，武大伟和国务院次卿谢尔曼、代理亚太驻青尹汝尚以及白宫国安会主管亚太事务的高级官员拉塞尔见面。这是美中就朝鲜问题密集对话的努力之一，希望平壤政府改变态度，迈向非核化，遵守国际义务。另外呢，两条腿走路，除了在华盛顿。在北京，美国副国卿伯恩斯已经抵达中国，美中将继续就此密集的外交磋商。那么最后要补充一点，就是韩国总统朴槿惠五月份要访问华盛顿，那么他五月七号在白宫和美国总统呃奥巴马举行的这个双边的峰会。那么五月八号，朴槿惠将对美国国会发表演说，这是高调的向外界表示美国和韩国坚固的盟国关系。那么朝鲜千万不要轻举妄动，有名。嗯好，谢谢荣香给我们所做的报道。美国之音时事经纬。另外一方面，日本决定加入跨太平洋伙伴关系 （TPP）， 为美国的这项战略性努力提供了关键的支持。有关详情，下面是美国之音记者李宝在华盛顿的报道。美国政府试图创建跨太平洋伙伴关系 （TPP） 的努力，前不久得到一项关键性支持。一直举棋不定的日本政府，在新首相安倍的领导下，今年三月决定加入这个环太平洋地区国家拓展市场框架而举行的贸易谈判。美国国务卿克里四月中旬在访问东京的时候表示，日本作为世界第三大经济体加入 TPP， 为这个框架提供了巨大的能量。With Japan on board, this trade agreement would represent 40% of global GDP. 日本的加入意味着这项贸易协议将涵盖全球经济总量 GDP 的 40% 我们在接下来的几个步骤里将继续合作。我保证，美国和 TPP 中的其他伙伴会努力让日本尽快加入到我们的谈判中。美国正在调整在亚洲地区的军事部署。美国官员强调，在亚洲的战略再平衡有利于亚太地区的和平与稳定，但是这项战略调整引起中国的不安。分析人士说，美国将基于自由贸易原则的 TPP 纳入这项战略再平衡，有助于软化人们对美国将重心偏向亚洲的忧虑。丹尼尔·鲍勃曾经在美国国会担任亚太事务助理，目前是世川和平基金会美日研究部的主任。For the United States, TPP is by far, I would say, the the most important non-military manifestation of the. 对美国来说 ，TPP 是美国政府推出在亚洲的再平衡战略中最重要的非军事体现。由于亚洲对美国的经济和战略意义越来越重要。
。由于不断崛起和态度越来越强硬的中国带来了许多困难，这项再平衡政策对美国的整体战略至关重要。根据拟定中的跨太平洋伙伴关系 （TPP） 协议，签约伙伴国需要在投资、市场准入、劳工制度、知识产权保护和关税。等多个领域落实自由贸易精神，消除壁垒。日本首相安倍表示，加入 TPP 有助于振兴多年来停滞不前的日本经济。但是，日本国内一些行业的人士反对这项方案，担心加入 TPP 会让他们失去重要的行业优势和就业机会。日本今年七月的国会大选将是对安倍首相经济政策的考验。日本美国商会会长劳伦斯·贝茨认为，安倍会积极争取日本社会对 TPP 的支持，以推动日本整体经济的增长。有迹象表明，日本政府确实在努力采取行动，推进经济增长，包括处理那些政治上艰难的议题。日本政府在国会参议院今年七月大选之前就表示加入 TPP， 表明他已经将 TPP 作为经济增长长远策略的一个杠杆。跨太平洋伙伴关系 TPP 伙伴国已经决定今年十月是各成员国完成相关贸易谈判的截止期。劳伦斯·贝茨和其他一些商界领袖正在华盛顿游说。希望美国国会能及时批准政府将会签订的各项相关协议，但是在国会参众两院工作过多年的丹尼尔·鲍勃说：“美国允许日本对本国汽车和保险等行业的保护持续多年的方案会受到美国国内有关行业的强烈反对。白宫在今年十月前获得国会批准 TPP 的努力会遇到很大的挑战。”华盛顿智库国家政策中心总裁斯考特·贝茨期望国会议员们从国家大局出发，及时通过对 TPP 的审批。中国是美国最强劲的竞争对手，这个事实意味着美国需要跟中国周边的伙伴国家一起强化我们在亚洲的地位，让中国加入 TPP 的大门是敞开的。但我认为他们目前还无法加入，因为他们不具备 TPP 伙伴国具备的相同标准，因此这是美国一个巨大的优势和机会。美国国务卿克里上个星期在国会作证的时候说，创建跨太平洋伙伴关系 TPP 不仅有助于促进美国出口贸易，而且是奥巴马总统正在推动的以经济促外交策略的一部分，并敦促国会积极响应和支持。国军记者李宝华盛顿报道。美国之音时事经纬，欢迎收听。另一方面，一个国际人权组织呼吁即将访问中国的欧盟高级外交官关注中国正在恶化的人权问题。中国国内知名人权活动人士希望国际社会和中国民众共同努力，让中国的人权状况得到改善。下面是美国之音记者陆洋在华盛顿的报道。总部在纽约的人权组织“人权观察”四月二十四号发布新闻稿，呼吁即将访问中国的欧盟外交与安全政策高级代表兼欧洲委员会副主席凯瑟琳·阿什顿会晤中国领导人的时候，公开表达对中国正在发生和一贯存在的践踏人权的关切。据欧盟驻中国代表团网站消息。应中国外交部长王毅的邀请，阿什顿女士4月25号到4月28号访问中国期间，她将跟
中共政治局常委兼中国全国政协主席于正声等高官会晤。这将是阿什顿跟中国新一届领导人的首次高级别会晤。人权观察的欧洲倡议主管洛泰莱克特表示。阿什顿作为欧盟负责外交政策的高官，不应该忽略中国日益恶化的人权状况。最近几个月，欧盟就中国的死刑问题、藏人自焚危机等问题发表过有力的声明。欧盟也向中国的维权人士提供一些支持。但是，莱克特认为，欧盟应该就广泛的问题表达关注。包括中国监禁诺贝尔和平奖得主刘晓波，到中国政府支持。下面请听一篇美国政府的政策声明。美国之音并不代表美国政府发言。全球非法经济规模巨大，它宽泛的指违法越境输入商品、服务和人口的国际贸易关系网络，主要由跨国有组织犯罪网络操纵。全球非法经济构成非法跨国活动，从事贩毒、偷运移民、贩卖人口、洗钱、贩运枪支及假冒伪劣药品和消费品，到走私知识产权、野生动物和文化产品。有时甚至涉及网络犯罪。联合国毒品和犯罪问题办公室估计，仅在2009年，跨国有组织犯罪便谋取暴利大约8700亿美元。美国国务院国际反毒品和执法事务局反犯罪项目主任戴维·卢纳说：“我们人类低估了每天对我们产生潜移默化影响的长期事件的风险，这将日积月累地演变为重大打击。”非法贸易就是例子之一。卢娜在巴黎对经济合作与发展组织讲话时说：“为了打击非法贸易，必须了解其中的风险与代价。非法经济活动损害公众健康，为敲诈和拉拢政府官员制造机会，夺走政府的重要财政收入，因此剥夺公民所需要的公共服务。非法经济活动的售卖假药行为，则直接置人于死地。”非法经济扩大，合法经济就会缩小。卢娜说：“当非法贸易、不义之财和腐败一起同流合污，为犯罪制造宽松的避难所和非法金融中心时，世界一些地区的不安定和不稳定将产生破坏性的连锁反应，威胁我们建设持久和平、繁荣和市场稳定的共同目标。”他指出。没有哪个政府或者公司可以有效地单独设计和实施解决这个复杂问题的方案，也没有任何一方完全了解这个问题实际上多么严重。不过，通过集体行动和多方合作，我们可以争取封杀全球性非法经济，同时帮助各地区培育转型和可持续发展的市场。我们应该杜绝危害我们人民健康的有害假冒和非法产品，携起手来建设更加有活力的经济，建设注重创新、竞争力，尤其注重光明前途的经济
上播出的是一篇美国政府的政策声明。美国之音并不代表美国政府发言。